Good morning, saints. I bless the Lord for yet another day to share the word. You are blessed this morning. May the Lord bless the work of your hands. May the Lord increase you. May the tide that you take out of church protect you. And may it protect you from the devourer. Anything, any devourer that is set against your finances. Right now, as you tithe, as you offer to the Lord God Almighty, let there be protection. And may the Lord open up the windows of heaven for you against the devourer and against anything that the enemy may plan against your finances and your family. You are blessed this morning. Hallelujah. You are blessed. I'm reading Matthew 13, verses 31. It says, Matthew 13, 31, Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field, which indeed is the least of all seeds. But when, but when it is grown, it is the greatest among herbs and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and lodge in the branches of it. The word of God said that the kingdom of God, it is like a seed. Yesterday we said that the word of God, it is a seed that we must plant in our heart. And we're continuing where we're learning. The Lord is showing us the things of heaven, of heaven they don't just happen. We think sometimes that since we are born again, things have to happen automatically. There's no magic about it in the kingdom of God. We are sowers, we are co-workers with Christ Jesus in the kingdom of God. And the word of God says that the kingdom of God, it is like a seed. And what I like about here, God is saying it's not just any seed, but it is like a mustard seed. You know, have you seen a mustard seed? It's a small thing. I like God did not say that it is like a seed of a grain or it is like a seed of a corn because corn, the seed of corn is bigger than the seed of a mustard and the seed of grain is bigger than seed of a mustard. But a mustard seed, it is so small, meaning that what God is trying to say that as long as you have a desire, as long as you have a belief, as long as you are willing to believe, as long as you just have that inclination, you know, that, that, that zeal to want things, to see things working, that zeal for righteousness, that zeal for the kingdom of God, that zeal to be holy, that zeal to be prosperous, that zeal to be right with Christ Jesus, that zeal to see the operating or the blessings of God manifesting in your life, that zeal to see perfection happening in your life. As long as you have that, the Lord said, that is enough. I don't know what are you sowing. If you sow in peace, are you sowing prosperity? Are you sowing marriage? Are you sowing leadership? I don't know what you're sowing, what you want God to do for you in the kingdom of heaven today. But the key is this. The Lord said that the kingdom of heaven, it is like a seed, a small seed of a mustard seed. And the kingdom of heaven, it's not a kingdom that is up there. It's not a kingdom that is up there in heaven, but the kingdom of heaven, it's, it's inside of you. Remember the Lord God Almighty, he wants to establish his covenant and his promises to manifest them inside of you. He wants heaven to dwell inside of you. He wants, the Lord say that it is you were designed for Jesus Christ and God and the Holy Spirit to be one and dwell inside of you. 
The kingdom of heaven is inside of you. Your soul was made to be a habitation for Jesus Christ, for the Holy Spirit and God. Your soul is supposed to dwell inside of God. That is the kingdom of God. That's the motive why God made man, for him to dwell inside of man. But not only him, his spirit and Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit dwell inside of him, but his blessings dwelling inside of you, manifesting in him, his, in you, his kingdom, his ways, his peace, his righteousness, his prosperity, his wealth, his healing, his protection, dwelling inside of you. How does he dwell inside of you? By his spirit, you having a certain spirit, a spirit that is rare dwelling inside of you a spirit of the kingdom of heaven a man is not made by what they speak with their mouth a man is not identified what by what they say a man is not identified by the works of their hands a man is made by the spirit that is inside of them when all things have gone away, when things become wrong, wrong for you, what sustain you, it's not going to be your mind. What sustain you, it's not going to be your soul. What will sustain you, it is your spirit. The spirit that is inside of a man, identify the man and it identifies the type of man. It shows forth who you are. Who you are. The word of God says that the kingdom of God, it's like a mustard seed which a man took and saw in the field. The field, it is your heart. It is like a mustard seed that a man take and saw. And when that kingdom, when that seed is grown, the, 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 the fields, the birds of the field, they rest after the shadow of that kingdom. Meaning that that spirit of God, once it has grown inside of you, now that spirit of God inside of you as it has grown, it will fit, it will be like a tree that the birds, they rest under its shadow and it feeds others. The spirit of God inside of you, it would have grown in such a way that it go, you feed other spirits. Other spirits, they rest under the shadow, your shadow, they feed after your spirit. That is what the kingdom of God is. Whether your spirit, it is to give prosperity to the world. Whether your spirit is for you to be a teacher whether your spirit is for you to be a healer whether your spirit is for you to be a man of god whether your spirit it is for you to to invent new scientific technology i don't know the type of spirit that the lord has put inside of you but the lord say that as long you have that desire as long as you have that goal inside of you you have that desire to prosper that desire that goal to see things happening in your life that spirit that you have inside of you Plant it like a mustard seed. Allow the Spirit of God to plant it like a mustard seed in your heart. And you will see it growing. You will see it growing. Because the things of God does not just happen. It is a seed that we must plant. One promise. A seed that the Lord has planted, That he has promised for our generation. Our time. It is the promise of his Spirit. That he spoke in Acts 2 verse 17. Let me read it. It says... And it shall come to pass in the last days, said God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. This is the promise of the seed of the spirit, that the Lord God, you can take this seed, that this word as a seed, small, if you believe that you can be a candidate for the Spirit of God to dwell inside of you. If you believe in this, 
the Lord can manifest the Spirit upon you. The, the, the disciples, after the Lord Jesus Christ left them and went to heaven, they stood together in one accord. And they stood on this word. They believed and they mentioned upon themselves that prophet Joel did prophesy that in the last days, the Lord said that he will outpour, he will pour out his spirit upon young men and old men and they will prophesy and they will see dreams. And as they were standing on this word, they took it like a mustard seed, believing it with all their hearts and all their mind. The Lord manifested. It says that the place where they were standing, it rolled like an outquake and the outpouring of the spirit of the living God, it was poured upon them. Listen, I want you to know that when the spirit of God gets poured upon people, it is not only for tongues. Yes, the word of God said that they were speaking in tongues. People could hear them speaking in different languages, languages that they could hear, that they could hear them speaking French, they could hear them sing, speaking this and that. But when the spirit of God gets poured upon humanity, upon flesh, it is not only to manifest in tongues. It comes with wisdom. It comes with different knowledge. It comes with invention. It comes with seeing. It comes with prophecy. It comes with new kinship. Presidents get chosen in that midst. When the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God is the one that makes it man. It comes with, with new things. It comes with new creative ability upon the world. Like I said, it comes with invention. It comes with healing strategy. It comes with strategies of governing. It comes with strategy of ruling the earth and manifesting new things in the world. It comes with love. It comes with insight, with different type of wisdom. All this comes from the spirit of the living God because after that there was a new dispensation that was released upon the earth a new dispensation completely because the spirit of God was released this was not a promise that only ended up with the disciples even us in our times because we are also living in the last days it is your honors. It is for you to stand up as a child of God. Have you seen the manifestation of the Spirit of God? I've not seen it yet. I've seen, I'm seeing a manifestation of a lot of bad things happening. We need to, for our time, we need to cry out unto God and stand up on this word on Acts 2.17 and ask it in every child of God and say, tell the Lord, you said... You said, O oh God, in the last days that you will pour out your spirit, that young men and young women shall prophesy, that old men shall see dreams and visions. Remember, Paul said that we must convert the gift of prophecy. When you have the gift of prophecy, you are able to manifest great things. You are able to manifest the glory of God. You are able to judge even people that condemn you. You are able to judge witches. You are able to stay uh, to say an end to witchcraft and satanic powers in my generation. You are able to lock it up and stop it in the spirit realm and on earth. You not doing that by your will, but the spirit of God come and possess you and you manifest Christ. You are able to say end to coronavirus. You are able to say end to homosexuality. You are able to say that end to wickedness because now the spirit that is inside of you, it would have been strong. You are able to invent things. You are able to come out with new invention and new things when the spirit of God is possessing you. You are able to come out with new knowledge. Knowledge that is there. Some things God has hidden them. He says, 
it is the wisdom of God to hide a thing and the wisdom of a man to seek it out. There are some things, there are some knowledges where God will say when we get to heaven, God will say that I have kept this for humanity to be manifested in your time. But I was wailing and waiting for a man who will stand in the gap on the for on behalf of humanity. Remember when you're going to seek for the spirit of God, you're not going to seek it for yourself, but you're going to seek it for your generation. You're going to come before God and ask forgiveness, not only for yourself, but for your generation of God as well. For God to release. I like Daniel so much. Daniel, he was in government. He was a minister. And he went and searched the scrolls. He went to the temple and searched the scroll. And he found a prophecy that Nehemiah made, a prophecy that Jeremiah made, that the that the children of Israel will be in Babylon for 70 years. But the time when Daniel was reading this prophecy, it was more than 70 years. It was 140 years that they were there in captivity in Babylon. And he said, ah, ah, you see how the things of God are. The things of God are like a seed. God wanted this seed of this prophecy to be fulfilled. But somebody had to go to God and remind him his word. Somebody had to go to pray to God and say, God, this has to manifest. You said 70 years, but we've been been here for 40 for, for 140 years what is happening you wrote you spoke through your prophet jeremiah you spoke lord you say 70 years but we've been in captivity for 140 years please have mercy forgive us lord take us back to our land it is not good for us to be in a foreign land it is for you child of god when you see poverty, when you see the sickness manifesting in your life, it is for you to cry out unto God. And you say, Lord Jesus Christ, you said you've taken my suffering upon yourself on your, on, at, at the cross. You said you end in suffering, but I'm living in suffering. What is happening? You prophesy, you said at end of suffering. You prophesying, Lord Jesus Christ, you say that you took your, my sickness upon yourself. You say by your stripes I am healed, but right now I am in encountering sickness. I am living in sickness, Lord Jesus. You took my sickness upon yourself. This is a prophecy. This is what Jesus Christ done for me at the cross. But right now, I am experiencing sickness. I am encountering sickness and I am your child. I am born again. I have a covenant with you. I am a titer. Forgive me and let me see a manifestation of your work of the cross upon my life. This is what the Lord Jesus Christ wants us to do. To come to him in, in prayer and remember Remind him of his promises upon our lives. Daniel did the same thing. He asked forgiveness for his sins. He asked forgiveness for the sins of the generation before him, even the, the generation before the 70 years when the prophecy was spoken. And the Lord had. This is how God, God wants us to take prophecy. Every These words in the Bible are like prophecies. They are seed of prophecies. We come to God and we mention the seed of prophecy unto him. And we say, God, this is what you say. I want to see an outpouring of your spirit upon your life. I want to see a manifestation of your spirit in, in my life. I don't want to see just tongues without knowing. I want to see the real manifestation. When the spirit of the Lord God Almighty comes upon you, you will do things that men cannot even explain. You will do things that defile the physical. You will do things that more than the disciples. Remember, the Lord Jesus Christ said that if you believe in me, the things that I do, you will do and even more. 
The Lord Jesus did not put a limit to the things of the Spirit that he was doing to him only. But he wants our generation in the time that we are living in to do even the more, more than what we did. If he raised the dead, we will raise the dead, but we will do it the more. Not only raising the dead, we will do other miracles that are not in the Bible that glorify Jesus Christ because the Spirit of the living God will be possessing us. This is what when you stand, you stand on Acts 2.17 and you remind the Lord, you said, Lord, in my generation, in my time, you promise an outpouring of your spirit. I am crying unto you that for my generation's sake, release your spirit, release a manifestation, outpour your spirit unto us, pour your spirit unto us, Father God, that you might be manifested, that more people may be delivered, that Satan may not take people to hell, that people may be delivered from witchcraft, that people may be delivered from satanism, that people may be delivered from sickness, that people may be delivered from oppression, that people may be delivered from curses in Jesus mighty name we should cry out for the manifestation of the spirit of God because the spirit of the God of God almighty is the one that set out men free it is the one that delivers men it is the one that gives men power over sin it is the one that makes men to say no to unrighteousness it is the one to say no unto wickedness it is the one that makes men to turn unto God the word of God say that when the spirit of God comes upon you, it will take you to where you do not want to go. When the spirit of God comes upon you, the spirit of God comes upon you, it controls your will. It controls your heart. It controls your mind. It takes you on the agenda of God. Don't you want to live for the agenda of God? We should, we should mature as Christians and say that, God, I no longer want to go about on my agenda, on my daily business. I want to be controlled by the Spirit of God. The Lord God Almighty say that those that are led by the Spirit of God are the sons and daughters of God. We should not be led by the Spirit. We should not be led by our mind, but you should be led by the Spirit of the living God. The spirit of the living God should possess our hearts and mind. The word of God in Acts, I think, uh, hallelujah. Jeremiah 31 verse 31, it says, He says, behold, the days come, said the Lord, that I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in that day, I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, which my covenant they broke, though I was an husband unto them, said the Lord. But this shall be the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, said the Lord. I will put my law in their inward part and write them in their hearts and will be their God and they shall be my people. This is what the Spirit of the living God can do. He will write the Bible in your heart and in your mind. And when the Bible is written in your heart and in your mind, that is like life. The Bible manifesting in you. The Bible becoming flesh, just like Jesus Christ. And imagine a power-packed Christian that you would be. The Bible manifesting in your heart as flesh and in your mind as flesh and the spirit of God taking over that word in your heart and flesh. 
Just think the things that you will do for the kingdom of God, for the body of Christ, the creation it is wasting for the manifestation of the sons of God. The creation is waiting for the manifestation of sons of God. And the key, it is the word of God. We need to cry out and ask God to make us. We need to cry out and ask God to dwell inside of us. We need to cry out and ask for the pattern of heaven to dwell in our hearts and in our minds. His word to be in our hearts and our mind. You will need to cry out and ask for the divinity the counsel in heaven, the pattern of the justice system of heaven, the counsel, the cross. They say there's a place where the cross is still there with the blood of Jesus and the broken and that cross and then the, the crucified body of Christ. Jesus. It is still there. But we need to cry for that to be in our hearts and in our soul. We need to cry out for the real things of God. We need to cry out for the manifestation of the kingdom of God inside of us. We need to cry out and say the manifestation of this word to be real inside of us. We need to stand up as the sons of God. The creation is crying. Our world, I mean, we cry out. We hear that they say that there is planet... Planet destruction, all this about planet whatever and planet and whatever that is that in the environment. That is the creation crying out because there's a lot of manifestation and aliens in our planet and things happening in our planets that God never planned. Our planet is being tormented. The atmosphere is being tormented. The nature, it is being tormented. But what can repair the nature and the atmosphere? It is the spirit of God in the sons of God. The sons of God will be declaring the, the world, the word, the word of God. It will repair our planet and everything and evil will cease to exist. We need to rise up with the power of God. We need to rise up with the spirit of God. It is up to us one that desire. I pray that the Lord God Almighty, as he were listening to me, to raise up people that will rise up, that will have a desire for the spirit of God, that will have a desire for the word of God to be written in their heart and in their mind, that will have a desire for the true things of God to manifest in them and say, God, you said it with your word. If God could listen to Daniel, what about you? That is now born again in the new covenant. God listened to Daniel about something that was written 70, 140 years ago. And God made it to pass. He took them out of captivity of the Babylon. Also you, you can remind God about Acts 2.17. And say, God, you say you will pour out your spirit. You say that we will prophesy. You say that we will see miracles. You say that we will, our old men will dream dreams and visions. You will say that, tell him God. You say that you will write your word in my heart and my mind. You say that God, you will do things through me. The Lord will do it. The Lord will do it. The Lord will hear you. If you come and you repent, you say, Oh God, in my generation, the things that made this scripture not to manifest, I ask forgiveness on their behalf. But Lord, let my generation experience miracles from God. We are tired of prophets that gives people jig and saying that they will receive miracles. We are tired of fake prophets. We are tired of fake miracles. We are tired of the things that we're hearing, that we're reading. We can see Jesus Christ manifesting on the earth 
now in the times that we are living. And he can do that through you. God is able. God is able. God is not dead. The word of God is not dead. God is just waiting for people that will stand in the gap that will remind him on his word for him to manifest in them. May God bless you. Have a victorious day. Shalom.